Welcome to the Sexy Selfish Podcast Series. I'm your host, Shona Gates. I'm a women's life coach, success strategist, and a self-proclaimed badass. And I'm here to help you rediscover your authentic self, stop delaying your happiness, and step into your truth. This podcast has been created to connect, inspire, and nurture mums who want more. Are you ready? Okay, let's record a podcast. (laughs) So today's episode is brought to you by my one-on-one coaching sessions, which I'm opening up again for March. And even though I said I was opening up for March, I've already taken on one or two sneaky clients because I have no boundaries with that. Because I, instead of dipping my toe in, I jump the whole way in every time. Um, So even when I try to like go, I'm going to be slow, I'm going to just take a handful of clients, I'm going to ease myself back into taking some clients post Christmas, I just end up cannonballing off the diving board, right? So I'm back in, I'm taking clients and I just booked a client this week who I am helping her with graphics for her course. Um, I'm not a graphic designer or anything, but it is something I love doing. And it really just prompted me to sit back for a moment and go, holy shit, I get paid to do this now. And it just makes you realize that if you look back on your life and you connect the dots, it makes so much sense. But looking forward, it's really hard to connect the dots, right? And so I think it was a good lesson for me. I was sitting there going, oh my God, I used to be that kid messing around on PowerPoint for fun. I used to try and convince all my girlfriends at primary school that we were going to, you know, have a school newsletter or a school blog. And I'd be writing these little articles that the teachers would never let me put out because it was all like, um, it was, I guess, controversial for primary school. It was all, uh, we know, um, you know, the PE teacher smokes behind the sports shed and, (laughs) and we know the expiry date on the ice blocks in the canteen aren't up to scratch (laughs) we know this particular student likes to steal things from the canteen because there's two entries in and out and i i did i didn't understand what was appropriate or not for a school newspaper but i I always love doing that type of thing i love making up little concerts with my friends and, and trying to actually charge adults money for tickets i loved doing cake stalls and bake sales and organizing events and organizing the disco and I love being on SRC. I was lucky enough to get nominated and be part of the Student Representative Council, which is a thing here in Australia. I guess it's like class presidents in America and stuff, but Student Representative Council or SRC. I was lucky enough to be a part of that and spend a lot of time organizing events and fundraising and learning how to call DJs and get quotes for this this end of year school disco and organizing event packages and running timelines. And now that I'm saying this even more, in in uni and all my jobs as a young adult, um, writing referrals and organizing staff and and policies and procedures, every little step along the way led me to where I am today, where I charge money for doing stuff that I love and stuff that helps people in such a huge way. But if I could have gone back and said to six-year-old Shona 
who was busy dreaming up these visions of having a school newspaper and my tiny little country primary school with 120 students and one printer. I mean, come on, it was never going to happen, but in my head it happened. Um, or the, the version of me that loved creating PowerPoint presentations to pitch the governing council on our idea for a school camp, which we, our school had never been on camps before and we really wanted to go on one. If, oh my gosh, if I'd gone back and told 15-year-old Shona, who made a reality TV show with her sister and her bunch of her sister's friends, and this is what we called it, and I cannot believe we called it. It just goes to show you the ignorance of tween girls. We called it slut beaches. We didn't even know what that really meant. It was just like, in our head, I think this word that meant you were you wore really cool clothes from Supre and had like glitter glue and was super confident and said like a lot. So we called this reality TV show Slut Beaches and we fully created all this drama that we like videoed, like Kardashians, before the Kardashians was a thing. Um, we videoed ourselves like getting, pretending to get up in the morning and have our breakfast and like message our friends and have drama between boyfriends. And we create this whole reality TV show that we filmed on a digital camera, which was so, oh my God, exciting. It was a digital camera, guys. Um, we filmed this little video and had all these outfit changes and did our hair and makeup and we would we would make up photo shoots on the weekend and we'd film movies together and put on concerts and write songs and um, all these little parts of my childhood and parts of my life that people kind of came in and told you you can't do that that's not a job or you know only two percent of people who ever want to be famous actually meet be famous or girls why are you playing have a tv show you shouldn't be playing reality tv show that's not a that's not a game go and play some cricket or go go play mums and dads we were kind of always brought back to reality a little bit and people would say those things don't exist you know why are you enjoying why are you putting energy into that stuff that's not going to get you where you need to go in life and I look back now and go, I am paid to create beautiful presentations. I am paid to mess around on social media. I am paid to create funny videos and reels. You know, I'm, I'm paid to dance around with my friends. I'm paid to put on events and create beautiful timeline structures where everything's organized. My job is that. And getting this graphics job, I just wanted to go back and tell the Shona, the version of me that was messing around on, it wasn't even PowerPoint, it was called Publisher back then, which I don't think is even like a thing now. Um, but we would, we would create these publisher magazines, we would call it, to go with our reality, so that we could, we had our reality TV show and we'd make these little publisher books. So it was like we were celebrities, like on a magazine. And I think we called our magazine Zany Girl Mag which I think meant like crazy girl, like crazy fun girl. I don't know. Anyway, we'd create these magazines with the gradient rainbow background that you could get. Um, I don't know if anyone else used to play with this and word art where you could create it to be curved and put a shadow on it. All this stuff. And I used to have so much fun. I could do it for days. I could do this type of stuff for days. I loved it. I loved creating this type of stuff and thinking about, oh, you know, when we launch our, when we launch our concert that we're putting on for our little band that we've invented that none of us played instruments and we just lip sync to the Spice Girls. But when we put this band together and we have our first concert, 
these are the goodie bags I'm going to give out and these are the posters that I'm going to have to sign and I used to spend a lot of time and energy thinking about that stuff and it just blows my mind that I get paid to do that I'm literally being paid by the hour to create beautiful presentations to create ebooks and downloadables and checklists for people's business and their course so that they can spend their time and energy focused on helping people and creating more impact and more income for their company and the fact i get to do that and be paid for it it just it blows me away and i'm so grateful as much as sometimes i get a little bit overwhelmed with living in the 21st century and the technology and the bullying and what it means and environmental stuff and just the societal pressures there is still so much to be grateful for and i'm so grateful that there is an industry for what i do that there is an ability to choose myself to not wait for permission to not wait for a publisher to decide i'm worthy of being an author to not wait for you know 15 years at university and a five-year internship at a graphic design agency to choose that i'm worthy to help people in this way you know i could go on tomorrow and decide i want to do my own reality tv show and start vlogging every day on youtube and put it up you know i can choose that i don't have to be I don't have to wait to be found by some TV channel, some TV company. I have as well. Guys, I was actually approached by, um, I think it was Channel 9, I think. Um, it was a while ago. It was a couple of years ago. About doing wife swap, being on wife swap with them. You know, I was a powerful and ambitious woman in business to do one of their wife swap um, TV shows. And the more I looked into it, the more I thought, yeah, the, the publicity might be okay, but this is not the type of energy I want to be in for me and my family. I'm actually really grateful. I'm in a great relationship with my husband and I turned it down. But the fact is I didn't have to wait to be chosen. I, you can, hello, TikTok. Like people are dancing on TikTok and you can just, you can be no one one minute and someone the next minute, but you also, you don't have to wait to decide anymore. You don't have to wait for someone to say yes after a 12-year internship at a dance company. You're officially a dancer now. You can just go and be a dancer. You might have always wanted to be on into radio and be a host. You might have loved listening to the radio as a kid and thinking, yeah, that'd be really cool. I think I'd be good at that. Hello, you can start your own podcast. You can start it pretty much now and it won't cost you anything and you can get your voice and your message out there. Just stop waiting for people to choose you and realize that now you can choose yourself. So I was having this moment, I'm sitting here going, oh my God, I'm creating this beautiful graphic for my beautiful client and going, holy shit, I get paid to do this. This is a thing now. This is a thing. And I get to do this for my job, for my career, to put food on the table for my family. I love doing it. And it also gives me choice. I don't have to lock myself into one career for the next 40 years. I can be flexible. I've written books. I have a podcast. I've got YouTube. I'm also super into science stuff. I'm considering actually going back and doing some science degrees, but that's separate. I can do all these things. I have time. I'm condensing the time instead of waiting for permission from other people. I'm choosing myself now. And that gives me the opportunity to master things faster and to try lots of different things in my life. But mainly I just wanted to share the fact that what I dreamed existed as a career 
when I was six years old. It's the reality for me. Oh, sorry, my computer mouse is so noisy on the new computer. Um, yeah, I always went, oh, well, what if I want to, I want to be a magazine editor because I loved writing and I loved all the graphic stuff and, but I want to be a graphic designer and I think I want to be what, what I thought was an image consultant back when I was younger. I remember watching an episode of The Mentalist and he was basically advising this woman. He said, um, you know, your hair is the wrong color for you. It makes your skin really sallow. You're in a job you hate and you need to move to another um another state start fresh meet some new people force yourself out your comfort zone and the woman did all those things and she felt really good I think it was the mentalist it might have been something else actually it's a bit fuzzy um and I was like oh I would be so good at that at helping people in that way and I remember saying that to my dad and he's like that's not a thing there's no such thing as an image consultant or a, a what you, I think I called it an image consultant but it really was a life coach I guess He's like, that's not a thing here. This is Australia. This is not America. That's Yankee crap. Um, you can't make a living off of that. And I remember just being like, ugh, well, watch me, right? Watch me. This is the attitude I had from a kid. Anyone, basically, if you want me to succeed in something, tell me I can't do it. And <laughs> I will be so desperate to prove you wrong. It's like, watch me. Challenge accepted, motherfucker, right? So, um, that was always really interesting to me that, that what I wanted as a career didn't exist. It only existed in my head and my heart. Um, and I always loved the idea of having clients like, Oh, I've got a client here. I've got a client there. I've got to go to a meeting. I loved all that idea. And I was, I was trying to find parts of that idea I had in my head in the other industries I've been in, like being, I have an advanced diploma in events and doing event management and wedding management give, gave me a little part of that. It also gave me a shit ton of fucking stress and bullshit and working weekends. And then working in retail, managing a big team, managing multiple stores and kind of being in the medical field as well. That also gave me that feeling and experience around clients and a sense of importance and stress and deadlines and I actually thrived in those situations but I still needed to break away and create this thing for myself and so now I coach people I write books I host webinars I do YouTubes and podcasts and collaborations and events and I do photo shoots this is the thing as well like I realized the other day like I'm prepping for another photo shoot coming up soon I'm starting to organize my outfits and book in for hair and makeup and stuff and once upon a time in the dark depths of my eating disorder days, I wanted to be a model. That's all I wanted. I love the idea of all of that. And then to now realize that's actually a part of my life. Like I might not be a size 10, a sorry, size like six Victoria's Secrets model, but I have photo shoots. I have hair and makeup artists and, and locations and outfits and it's all done. And it's a big day for me. And, but that is part of my reality now. And it just kind of blows me away. And now I've got too excited talking about this i've got too loud and i've woken the baby up um, so i'm gonna jump off guys thank you so much for hanging out with me on today's episode i don't know if it had a purpose it certainly didn't teach or train anything but if you have those dreams and desires in your heart if there's something you're being nudged towards even me as a six-year-old was being nudged towards the journey that i'm on today listen to that it's there for you for a reason. So maybe listen to those little soul nudges and take some inspired action today because life is short. We're not getting any younger and no one gets out of here alive. So take a few risks. Love you guys. 
you loved this episode, please subscribe and leave me a little love note by tagging me at sexy underscore selfish. To check out more of the Sexy Selfish podcast or to grab some of my little goodies, head on over to the freebie hub at www.sexyselfish.com. It's totally free and it's jam-packed with hours and hours of content for you. Thank you so much for being here with me today on the Sexy Selfish show and showing up today to become the best version of you. I'm sure you got so much out of today's episode and I know that I really did as well. If there is someone in your life who would really benefit from hearing this episode and some of the things we shared about, please share it with them right now. It's as easy as just sharing the link and you could literally change someone's life. Remember, it is time to stop delaying your happiness.